yeah yeah, yeah. we totally could <laughs> yeah i would just leave it as like this is a really philosophical philosophical question uh episode and then i would just leave it like that and then just start playing the music hi i'm amy tianyi zhao a chinese living in america and i'm meg an american who married into a chinese family we're the host of the spark a podcast that explores what it means to traverse between cultures, interrupt barriers, and create connections. 大家好，我们是火花电台，一档致力于打破文化边界，偶尔以中英双语录制的播客节目。欢迎你和我们一起用对话启迪思想，用好奇点亮可能。Um. Yeah, it's just a weird, a weird um. But interesting place to be, and it's strange to be in the spot that we were talking about a、mm-hmm. few years back. So, gosh, so for everybody listening,、um, Amy and I took a look back at our episode called "Two Cities, Multiple Lives." Multiple lives, episode five. Episode recorded five. on January the twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Wow. <laughs> Wow,、mm. you know, just when I was re-listening and I was、um, thinking about the title to the episode, just the title alone,、yeah. and as you and I have both lived life、um, between now and then,、mm-hmm. I wonder if it's one life, multiple cities, because yeah, yeah,、oh、because God, I, I love、like、that. I wonder, and with every, this is how I feel like I've experienced things over the past few years, and、um, chime in where you know your experiences cross or align. But I feel like the reason why I feel like it's one life, multiple cities, is because I think before the mindset that I was in was like this compartment compartmentalization of. Oh, this is my life in China. This is my life in America. This is、mm-hmm. my when really all of it is my life. It's just spread out across a larger distance or a larger <laughs> geolocational footprint, I guess, if that's、mm-hmm. even a term. But、um, yeah, I was just thinking about that, just the title alone, because it's so easy. I think. One thing I think I noticed throughout the pandemic is just with all of our family in China and friends and other places, and you know, there's this idea. It's like, oh, they're over there, and、mm-hmm. they're over there right now, and then my life will resume with them when I'm over there. But really, my life is still going on with them, and I I got this sense in the pandemic when we couldn't go anywhere that, oh.、Um, I don't know. It's just like this: when you can't go somewhere and you're not with them, you don't want it to be like that. You know, they're not forgotten in your day to day life. That that reminded me. First of all, I love the new title. I think we just figure out the title for this episode for re-listening.、Um, <laughs> I I think it was a great revision. I absolutely. Admire this title and just the feeling that you I could I couldn't even imagine the feeling that you must had when you were re-listening to this episode. It's it's so deep, and I 
that what you just said really echoed the part that I mentioned in the episode um, when kids were young. Uh, kids wouldn't realize that their action may have impact to the people who care about them, because we are the center of our own universes, and we expect other people to revolve around us. Uh, when we were kids,、um, granted, someone still have that mentality now. That's a different thing, but、um, it's interesting because when you said that. During pandemic, we 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 start realizing our lives are intertwined, and maybe that's also a sign of growth. That really we 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 realize we're just one one part of this chain reactions, and we are we can't just let go of a part of our life and just ignore that part.、Um, And to、yeah. switch roles because, like it or not, we're always switching roles, and more often than not, we are switching roles not by choice. It just happens, and、yeah. um, and it happens. It's not a decision, though. If if you want to choose and you have the liberty and 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 even the privilege to choose, as the time that you see fit,、uh, lucky you. But a lot of circumstances, for example, pandemic. It's it's a combination of time and ge- geography, locations, emotions, people. It's a it's a combination of different factors. And when all these different indicators collide,、um, our we we don't choose. We are who we are, and we were put in a position where you have to act like a grown up. You were put in a position where you have to get yourself together. So. Right, so yeah, you can't you can't just press pause on、mm-hmm. the, on whatever is happening elsewhere because you're not there,、mm-hmm. and that's that's something that I always knew that, but after living through the wildest of times over the past few years,、um, like so many of our listeners probably have as well, just just experiencing the very similar circumstances to both you and I、um, throughout the pandemic with having. A lo- very large part of your family elsewhere、um, in China, specifically, life still went on day to day for everybody there, and I think it's just this in-、mm-hmm. this idea. I think, I guess, the other thing that I'm trying to say too is that listening back, I feel like、um, it was a lot more.、Um, I guess, I think I felt. Like I was a lot more, and I know I was, and I think I knew it at the time too. There was I, that I was a lot more naive、mm-hmm. um, to think that it. I don't know. Not that not that we said it could be easy. We definitely said it was going to be hard the last time we talked about all of this. But yeah,、um, yeah, it was. It's been really hard.、Um, as I mentioned too, which one thing that you brought up. Um, in the episode, the last time we talked about this topic was just、um, your experience losing your grandmother, and、mm-hmm. I forgot that. I, I、yeah. mean, not that I forgot that she's gone. I did no, not forget that part,、yeah. but、um, right, I, I forgot that、It、was the day that I, I left.、Know. Yeah, that I mean, that whole、um, 
experience just so powerfully hit me in a different way. Um, yes. Back because um, as I mentioned in one of our episodes, a few, few episodes ago um, of mm-hmm. this new season, um, we had a very, very significant loss um, mm-hmm. in my husband's family. And um, I won't go into too much detail because it's his story to tell if he so chooses, but um, it also has very much impacted me and made us rethink our lives. Um, mm. How so? reality hit. I think when it comes down to it, where we want to be, what life we really want to live. And mm. I think there's always been this idea, oh, we can make it all work. And I think there's still this idea. Um, but there's also this very, very strong yearn to be home for him. And, mm. um, but then he feels caught because he loves what he's built here and yeah. what we have here together. So again, it's, it's being stuck in the middle. Um, but it's just this, I've just watched him go through what we talked about on the last episode of being the worst nightmare. Yeah. And it was just really weird listening back to that and knowing, wow, we literally lived through what you and I were Mm -hmm. both talking about as worst nightmare scenario. And you had already experienced that, like a a worst nightmare scenario. Mm -hmm. Um, when we, and I blocked it out and I blocked it out. It's crazy because I, I, uh, I remember what I said, but I blocked certain emotions out after I record it. And I realized I tend to have that tendency sometimes when it's too painful to yeah. think or to relive. I just manually take that part of the memory out and throw it away. Um, and, but, but, but to re-listen to that part and also just looking at what have you been through um, during the past three years. I think the devastating part too is that we, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's not because you're in the US or in China. Like, of course, these two countries are significantly further away from each other, far away from each other than, you know, if you're in Beijing or Shanghai, but it's, it's, it's going to happen. and that is the scary part. It's a definite. Um, so I, I, so I think it really comes down to how we. That's also the beautiful part of it, right? Because things do go on and lives do go on, and yeah. in, a, in one way or another, it's always going to. Uh, uh, we, we it's one life, and, um, but it's just much harder than we thought. Uh, sometimes. It's not right. that we're being, you know, pessimistic or something. It's just that this is what this is what it is, and yeah. um, and this is always going to be a topic that people kept talking about, because that's the so-called adult conversation. Like when you're younger, when I was younger, it was all about oh, what school you're going to, and it seems like my time was segregated between different semester, different breaks, and when when do I go home, when do I go on travel. And then afterwards, there's no such clear timeline, and life just becomes life. 
Um, and every conversation, well, not every, but a lot of conversation that I have with people who, you know, have families elsewhere is always like, Oh, when was the last time you go back? And Oh, do you plan to go back? And it becomes a perpetual topic that never has an ending that people just almost seek comfort from each other, knowing that, Oh, you, you are away for that long as well. Um, Mm -hmm. It become a weird sentiment that somehow we all know life still goes on, but there's something that we put on hold. And um, yeah. uh, so I guess that's just adult's world. I know. It's, it's just this idea that you have to let go kind of thing. And I, and I feel yeah. like uh. I've been experiencing that a lot um, recently too, um, one of my grandparents is, is, seems like they're nearing the end of their life. And, Mm -hmm. um, it's just really challenging something that's actually been going on this week. And I am close to this grandparent in proximity and also like close relationally as well. Um, and it's just so, so strange because then also, this afternoon, my cousin just gave birth to her second child. Oh my God. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it's it's more and more. It's just this holding of both things. It's, it's this, oh my gosh, I'm feeling this immense grief of what's to come. I'm grieving before I'm even in grief yet, because I'm just seeing the inevitable. Yeah. And then, and then there's this whole other thing. It's like, but I'm also so excited because there's this new life and it's just this constant, it really brings together mm-hmm. this full picture of truly, you know, the circle of life. And it's so weird. It's so weird when it's just happening all at the same time. And I guess that's it. Like what you're saying is that's being an adult. And I think that it's this marker of, wow, you know, I'm in this place where all these things are happening all at once. And despite where you are, despite where I am, exactly. And that's what's interesting, too, is my, I mean, our conversations, mine and my husband's conversations have been consumed with, you know, the what ifs and what should we do or, you know, an X, Y, and Z and future plans. And if this had been different or whatever, but then my my husband also said at one point, well, I could have been there and still not been able to be there, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can be in things. a different city. You can be go. You can be going on for like a grocery trip. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And things will just be how they are going to be. But it's not to undermine too. I mean, with with this life that we've chosen you and I have chosen and with that my husband has chosen and that I've chosen with him. I mean, he had experience because of the wild circumstances of the pandemic, eight months mm-hmm. of delayed grief. And, um, I feel like in, in the last episode that when you talked about losing your grandmother, um, you talked about how you didn't get to go through those, those moments with everybody, grieve with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, And it just goes to show that it doesn't matter if there's a pandemic or not, those things always have the possibility of happening 
And mm-hmm. you can't, I don't know. It's just this, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what, what to do. You know what I mean? Besides surrender, yeah. I guess, and just stay close as close as you can. But not I don't like, think maybe there not is physically. An, there is an, I don't think there is an option. I think mm-hmm. we know what to do. And mm-hmm. maybe eventually ge- geography is the least of it because yeah. it should yep. be the least of our concern. It should be the least of the, of it's, it should never be the reason why we feel guilty about things because our lives do go on. And right. to be honest, I see more and more that younger people leave home so much earlier because their parents have this experience of living elsewhere. And I, I continue, I continuously seeing it happen. And maybe eventually, um, I, and I, I believe that it should never, well, not that I always believe, but I start realizing, uh, maybe I have just put too much blame on, on locations It's because yeah. I am not there, but things might not turn the other way around if we are there. Um, right. and I, uh, yeah. So, uh, so I think we know the most important thing is to figure out the life that we want and then everything else to cope with it. Like, right. Yeah. Because oh, I what I was trying to say, I I thought I was thinking about. Uh, I remember when I was a senior. I I do not regret that I did that though. But I went when I was a senior. I was still somehow well. I still kind of am. You know me. I'm just sometimes very uh, straightforward and just don't think about any other indicator. Like I when the moment when I know what I want, that is that is it. Like it doesn't yeah. happen that often, but when it happened, like I I just I just go for it. Um, for example, what I wanted to do was to live in New York. That simple. I want to live in New York. I don't care what I do. I don't care how I get there. If I were on a tourist visa, I want to live in New York. And that's it. In 2017. Yeah. So I went to the career center, sat down. Um, the career person, the career coach in my school asked me, so how can I help you? I said, well, I don't know what career path I want to be on, but I want to live in New York. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, maybe work in New York, but I want to live in New York. And she said, well, I think you're looking for the wrong person. I'm not an immigration lawyer. Uh, I can only help you to find like career trajectory. I said, I don't care what I do. I just want to be there. And she said, well, yes. that's a little difficult. <laughs> um <laughs> And then I explained to her why, you know, I, I just love the city. Well, at that time, I love the city. I still do, but in a different way. I just love yes. the city. I love the life. I didn't get enough of it. I had so many friends there. My boyfriend is there. I want to experience life with him and with friends my age and, you know, everything that the city could offer. Okay. And then a career coach said, well, I can feel your passion. And I know the charm of a city because she was from New York and then she went to Shanghai. So she, she knew, and she said, but just for advice in your later life, never let a location define how much you can do and never let a location just confine you because you should just, you, you should be defined by your ability, by what you can do. And location is just a place. It's not like, 
a prison or 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 like an area where you have to be in there. It it should be right. for normal people the least of their concern. Um, I love that. And she said, "But I understand, right? I, I I respect that, and I know that you will have a good time. But if you don't think about it in a way that, oh, this is it, um, maybe more options and more exciting things will come up beyond your imagination." Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm very much like you when I want something, I zero in on it and I don't stop till I get it kind of thing. And I mean, clearly you didn't stop till you got it either because that's where you are now is in New York. Yeah. And, um, but it's, it's interesting what she says in the sense of not letting it confine you, because I think that's the whole goal too, for, um, for us and also probably for a lot of our listeners is mm-hmm. to figure out how to not be confined by location and mm-hmm. to be quote unquote everywhere, which is really hard. Um, I mean, and also sometimes I think about what if you are everywhere, are you really anywhere kind of thing? No, that's another thing because I, I think what she was trying to tell me was more so for, you know, career possibility because that's what she was there for. And I hated her for saying that because I was like, well, you're de- denying my what, what the, the thing that I wanted the most. But now I know she was definitely not, you know, not what I thought she meant. But mm-hmm. I, I was also thinking now, especially as we got older, you know, you're a homeowner and like I have a really nice apartment and I mm-hmm. and you start accumulating these really nice things in life. Yeah um that you built and earned um and these are the proof of existence um and i i certainly don't think a nomadic life with just one amazon lamp uh, i I respect (laughs) it for people who are content i used to think i could live like that but um it's so and then you start building things up and i see how people that i love start building things they love uh, which is a a place that you can call home. Uh, it's yes. actually so gratifying, and I think yes. I think that's the base, and that became the base where we can go further. Um, right, a new base, a new place, and um, a launching pad. I don't know. It, it's it shouldn't. It's not a. It's not a constraint. It's not a you know limitation. But it's it's where we have power to where we gain our power to explore further. Right. So, I know exactly what you mean, and I love that you brought that up because when we were in our last episode, when we were talking, um, I was bringing up this feeling of being unsettled that. And I was kind of living a semi-nomadic life at the time Mm -hmm. we were talking about that and never truly settled. And I made this comment about how I wanted to have a place to like put my books and to, I don't know, that a place that's my own that I can always come back to no matter where I end up or like where Mm -hmm. I am, that I always have a place to come back to. And it's interesting because as we're talking, like what you're talking about now and I have that now as a homeowner and in the place that I always wanted, but didn't think it was going to happen right away. And so I guess last time we talked, I had this feeling of being unsettled, but now I love, and I, and I think I really liked that in a way, but now Mm -hmm. I really love 
I love that feeling of being settled. Yeah. And I'm the peace it brings me and to not feel like I'm all over the place. And I always have yeah. a place to come back to that's mine. And it's not, you know, it doesn't have any roommates or it doesn't, you know, it's, it's, mine. Yeah. there's no family involved or anything like that. Um, there's something that's really valuable about that because as you said, then it offers, it is a launching pad to be able to go out and continue. It's almost like your charging station and then you can, yeah. you can go back charge and then you go back out there. And I couldn't imagine, I mean, I could do it if, if I had to, you know, or, um, or if that's what life was calling for at the moment, but I don't, I wouldn't prefer living that very nomadic life anymore. You know, the funny part is if you are nomadic, well, no, if you are stable, you have a stable living situation, you can always have the confidence and ability to be nomadic because yeah. you have a charging station. But if you are living nomadic perpetually, it's right. very difficult to, to, to be stabilized because there's just no, where, where are you going to start? You know, it's very difficult right. to even get that start, to get that started. So I think that is, so it's actually harder to, to build something, to, to be stabilized. And I think that's why to a certain extent, we, we romanticize being nomadic. Yeah. Yes. I totally agree. I totally agree. Right? It's nice, but it's, you know, you can only have one. Right. Right. And well, and it's like this, this idea too, that it protects that you don't have to choose kind of thing. Because ultimately, as much as we can say, oh, we're not choosing, you know, like, I don't need to choose where I'm going to live. I can just be everywhere that's not possible. Like you have to choose at the end of the day, there has to be a choice. I mean, right now there's being a choice made for me in my life that we're here right now. We we're making the choice to be here right now. And Mm -hmm. that choice may change, but I can't make the choice to be here and there at the exact same time. And, um, I don't know if you've watched it yet, but so I won't say anything too far, but everything everywhere. I watched it. I watched it. You did. Okay. We I can did. go yeah. so far in this conversation yeah. now. I did. This is the <laughs> best. This is the best news of the day. How did okay. we get from like, okay, we, we went from two cities, multiple life to everything, everywhere, everywhere. All at once. <laughs> yes. Okay. But when you watched it, oh, this is so exciting. When you watched it, did it make yeah. you think though of this whole topic? I mean, in it's a philosophical way. Yes. In the philosophical way, because there's this idea, like, you know, when she's trying and sorry, if you haven't watched the movie, Spoiler yet, alert. Um, there's spoilers. So if you need to turn it off yeah. now, now would be the time. Um, yeah. and if you turn this podcast off, the next thing you should be doing is turning on the movie. Um, yeah. but when she is basically, they're talking about like cautioning her against trying to jump to all the different universes yeah. because then she'll like split and then it could potentially like kill her. Yeah. Um, I just think about that. That's such a metaphor because when we're trying to split ourselves between all these different lives, that's truly like what the, it's a metaphor for, I think where we were at the last time we talked about this, mm. you're, when you're not really choosing, you're not really living. 
I don't think mm-hmm. sometimes when you're not, um, you're not in it. If you're somewhere, then you're always somewhere else, like in your mind. And that just, oh my God, that, I mean, I could go on for days, but that was something that really stuck out to me in terms of this conversation is just that idea that you can't split yourself up like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? that's, that's a good way. Yeah. I was not thinking about it like that, but yes. Yeah. And then, and then this idea that, I mean, for every single one of us, the whole movie, what it's ultimately about is that there are so many different choices we could have made. And yeah, one little choice could send us on a whole different path. And the thing is, is that the rest of the choices that you could have made don't matter in the mm-hmm. end. I mean, you made the choices you made. And if you're thinking about the other choices that you could have made, then you're missing mm-hmm. out on what's happening and the choice that you did make. And the line in the whole movie that just made me cry was just when, um, when her husband is standing with her in the alleyway and they're out at yeah. the award show. And he says to her, he says, you know, in a different life, I would have been totally happy just doing taxes and laundry with you. Yeah. And that just like, even now it makes me want to cry because I think about yeah. that in terms of my relationship of mm-hmm. all these different avenues we could, we could have taken or could still take. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know, it just matters that my husband and I are together and I don't care what I'm doing with him kind of thing, mm-hmm. even though it could go a million different ways. Um, mm-hmm. but it just, oh my God, it just, that line just wrecked me in the best way possible. And I will That's forever good. let it wreck me because it's a good, it's just, it makes you think, you know? Yeah, no, it's like, okay, well, that's, I, there are a lot of points in that movie. I think they, um, naturally incorporated a lot of the topics that we talked about that other people talked about um from you know generational trauma to why why not you just why did you let me go to um to just her love with her husband and also her different there are different ways of dealing with different of dealing with things one it's the hard way the other is the soft way and i think I, I just, it's hard for me to think about it as a movie, though, because it's almost like a creation. It's like an essay for me. It's, 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 yes. it also has that tint of student essay feeling, a student yeah. work. And, um, mm, but I, I really do like it. I, yeah. I really did. So, um, so that was really fun. And I, yeah, there are so many different ways. Oh, I almost forgot about the changing universe that you may die part. But you're right. Uh, and I love that the, the movie star part is actually her real life. And yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, we maybe, maybe, maybe that's just us. And I, I used a metaphor before, like I'm a rubber band. I'm being stretched by both sides. And one day I'm going to break. And that's going to be the death of me. That's going to be the end. Um, but we, we yeah. definitely want to avoid that because that's just not nice. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And I think about it too, when it comes to our choices, oh, something I've been refle- reflecting on a lot is who am I making the choice for? Mm-hmm. You know, am I making the choice 
so that someone else will be happy that I'm close, but maybe it's not the choice for me, you know, or, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I can't say I, I just think that we all, each of our, each of our lives is a gift, you know, and mm-hmm. to not, to not do what we want with it personally is I think a disservice to ourselves, like not honoring, like what I love about your path is you honored your, your yearn to live in New York city and you did mm-hmm. it despite you know, everything. Yeah. Despite everything, but also I think maybe because we're getting smarter, maybe because we think, <laughs> start thinking too much. I really do think a lot of choices we made before we didn't think about, we made the choice following our heart. And then we mm. use our head to justify it. And I think that's, that yeah. should always be the way. Um, yeah. Maybe before I just made the choice by heart and then still using my heart to justify it or to live with it. And that's not the way to go. Maybe the right way to go is all, always to listen to your heart and use your head to live with it, to live with the choices and, yeah. and never doubt about those choices. Once you made it, you made it. If it's right or wrong, let it go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And make the most of what you, what you have in front of you. Yeah. And just use the head to make it right. Because it's the making, it's the choice is one thing, but I firmly believe that, you know, (laughs) there was a period of my life that I was obsessed with a Zodiac and also, um, you know, the, the, the luck and the fortune telling and situations like that. I used to believe that I could be a witch. It like that is a real career. (laughs) I still do. I still believe some people like think it's a real career, which I respect. But this is kind of thing yes. that the more you believe, the real, the realer it gets, and then things start making sense, right? But for me, um, I, there was a period of time that I was obsessed with it, and then uh, I just and and if you if I were obsessed with it from a very rudimentary level, then I would think that life has no meaning because. If I know if it's going to go good or bad, then what the hell am I doing here? There's this thing called life that's almost, it's set the tone already. Um, yeah. But it's just, and then I realized it's just chicken and egg. It could be a bad choice and that's something the fortune teller can tell you. But it's very, very likely that based on your hard work and your luck, really, um, it will be the best thing ever. And yeah. that's also what a fortune teller would tell you. Um, right. It's your own base at the end of the day. So it all makes sense. Yes. Maybe fortune tellers are just mirrors. Maybe I think there's so definitely a philosophical part of it because otherwise yeah. why like people may just, it will be a very depressing life to live. But um, the, I believe that you're the harder, like there's a saying, right? Um, the people who work the hardest well, not not really. That's not true. But the harder you work, the luckier you get. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a certain degree of merit to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be just like work, work, right? It's working on yourself, right? Just mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Absolutely. I know. And you can make, the thing is, too, is you can make whatever you want out of whatever situation you're in. You know what I mean? Right. I, I think, I mean, obviously there, I don't want to have 
speak from like a privileged standpoint or anything like that. I'm very aware that, you know, there are some awful, awful circumstances that people are living in. And for me to say, oh, you can make whatever you want out of it. No. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Like that's no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. But, um, no, but, that's you no. Know, when it, when it, I think there's something to say for like wherever you go, there you are kind of thing. Yeah. Like in the sense that, there's two ways that's that saying means something to me. The first is wherever, wherever you go, there you are, like there you are, you need to just be there. But the other part of it is too, is that wherever you go, there you are, like yourself always follows you with wherever yes. you are. And that's, that's the, but that's the best part of it. And I love that because there you are, like whatever I just said, it only applies to me. It's yes, mean saying exactly. it's not, it's not about any other person. I, I can never be, it can never be, no. it should never be. Do not ever seek that kind of statement from other people. Whoever tells you that yes. they try to get your money. They try to scan you. So do yes. not believe that. Um, it's, it's your own making. And I, again, it's my own making. So, um, so I, I think it's hard, but it will make sense. Um, Ah, life is like a river. Life is like a river. I love that you just said that because <laughs> the other day I was standing by the river near my house. Yeah. And I was just, um, oh my gosh, this is so weird that you're saying this because my husband was like, oh, would you want to move here? Would you want to go do this? And then I just started feeling really unsettled all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, and I almost wanted to cry because I was like, I just don't know if I can just talk about this right now. It's just all too stressful. I don't know. Like we're here and all these things. And, and he was like, okay, he's like, we don't have to talk about this right now. Like, you know, we don't need to talk about any of this. We are, where we are. But he, he looked at the river and he was like, look at the river and just imagine your stress just floating away down the river. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, it's just like that. Like life is like a river and you just have to let it you can't stop the water from flowing, basically. Yeah. You have to, I mean, you can put up a dam all you want, dams burst. And and I think it's kind of to what we were talking about earlier, you know, I have this inherent desire to try and hold on really tightly. You know, when, for example, with the grandparent who's seems to be nearing the end of their life or, you know, and then I have to remember that I'm also part of the river and I'm moving too. It's not just the people around me, you know? So, mm. and if you're not paying attention, the river still moves and you have to, you can either choose to take it in and be a part of it or you can miss out. And um, so I just, God, I really love that you just said that. <laughs> I don't oh, know why I just, why I just said that, um, but I'm glad that it resonates with you. I just really, yes. I was thinking about the conversation and thinking about the places. It may seem like a lot, it may seem like a rock, but it just eventually just floats away. And then even river gets frozen sometime and it's okay. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh, I love that what else you know it's all gonna go to this ocean and then we're just all like a little river and floating mm -hmm. so so it's nice mm -hmm. to cross paths though I, I i think that's the best yes. part i think that's the best part that's the best part of it all that's what we're i feel like that's what that's what we're all here for is to somehow 
cross paths with one another and I think that's where the magic lies you know yeah so it's really funny too that you say that it's we must be getting like a download from the universe right now I don't know what it is but I actually just wrote this piece for my personal newsletter that's coming out on Tuesday and it's Mm -hmm. exactly about this just Mm. this kind of like I don't know how to describe it honestly but just talking about this idea that I have about like we we come from the same place that we go when when we when we're born we come from the same place that we go to like when we pass Mm -hmm. and I think it just I don't know that's that's my personal belief but it's just kind of like that same and then the idea that we just cross paths somewhere in the middle whether it's on that side or this side like star side or earth side it's a very lonely journey too because you can't it's as close as you can with other people it's always you come as one person and then you leave as one person so um you can't take the city away but you are going to take the life away in the best way possible not in a morbid way but you know all these things happened and then you're gonna take all these memories away with you so it's almost wholesome (laughs) yes absolutely oh my goodness that's just uh, so poetic yeah it's yes. almost wholesome so it is i would um, say it is yeah yeah so again i i just really hope that now after three years looking back um we 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 have developed some new idea on on location because yeah. everything everywhere can happen all at once <laughs> yes it can exactly that was perfectly placed <laughs> and um but you only have one life to live mm-hmm. it's true it's true mm-hmm. absolutely and live yours that's for sure yeah yeah it's it's getting really philosophical this episode Thank you so much for listening. We'd love for you to join in on the conversation. If you haven't already, please rate and review this podcast. You can also connect with us on Instagram at spark underscore podcast and Facebook at the spark podcast with Megan Amy, or send us an email at hellosparkpodcast at gmail.com. And wherever you may be listening from, we hope you have the courage to be the spark. 